Hey, this is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting coming to you with the Biblically Focused Business Podcast and on with another conversation today. And today, I think I, I'd like to talk a little bit about goals because I think you know there are some people who who um, you know believe that that uh, personal goals are are not necessarily scriptural, but I don't believe that that's true. Um, I think that there are plenty of scriptures that talk about um, having good goals. And I did talk a little bit uh, earlier about, you know, setting a personal budget. Well, that's setting a goal. Um, it's setting a goal to plan out your money so that you don't overspend. Um, but you also can establish some short-range and some long-range personal goals. And, and absolutely, if you're going to be a um, you know Christian entrepreneur, you absolutely do need to set some goals. Um, and let's talk about the personal side of that, setting up the personal financial goals. Because a lot of times what people do when they say they're going to go into business for themselves, they start seeing dollar signs and they want to get, this is all about getting rich. And um, one of the things that we need to realize as Christians is that is that it isn't necessarily about that. Um, it's about fulfilling our purpose in God, uh, the, the purpose that God has given us, and uh, being able to fulfill that in our lives. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be a big financial success, but it does mean that we live um, in a way that that God, how God made us to be. And... Um, if we do have the ability to earn uh, more money, that uh, gives us a greater responsibility. And you know, God told us in Matthew thirteen verse twelve, "For whoever has to him shall be given more; more be given, and he shall have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him." Um. And I think that that you know that has to do with being a good steward. If you're if you're uh, faithful in uh, a little, you'll be faithful in a lot. And if you're not faithful with what you have, and then you have very little, um, he says it'll be taken away because you're going to be a bad steward. And but God will take care of you, but um, He's not going to make you um, rich. But, but there is also a, another side to this um, that I think should give all of us encouragement um, and maybe balance it out, balance out the indulgences that, that uh, people who are successful are able to um, uh, in, indulge in. <laughs> um, you know, so there's there are eternal rewards for what we do, and that's what's most important is that we are able to spend our time on earth um, giving to others and fulfilling our purpose that God has given us. Um, but our position in God's kingdom will be inversely proportional 
to how we indulge ourselves in this lifetime. Um, it says in Matthew 23, verse 12, Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. And that's not necessar- that doesn't necessarily mean that because you're wealthy that you're going to be poor in heaven. It means that if you're humble, you will be exalted. You can be wealthy and be humble. It's hard. It is harder to be humble when you're wealthy. Um, I I can attest to that. Uh, I have been there, and I know what um, the kind of confidence that wealth can give you, and the kind of discouragement that a lack of wealth can give you, and that's because we tend, especially in America, to tie our self worth with our net worth. And that is not the way to do it. You don't want to do that. Um, There are people out there that are, you know, Christians that that will tell us that, um, you know, to be a good Christian, we have to sell everything and become a pauper and take a vow of poverty to to be um, scripturally justified and and um, and I think that this comes from a passage in Luke, but it's you know this this passage in Luke I think is taken out of context when when you teach that, but it it, it does say this. It says in Luke eighteen verse twenty four. It says that how how hard it is for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. And I don't think that that really has anything to do with the fact that you're wealthy. I think it has to do with the fact that a lot of times pride comes with with uh, worldly wealth, and um, and you know pride is what comes right before the fall, um, and it is also we feel more self sufficient and we we rely less on God. Um, and when that happens, it makes it harder for us to to humble ourselves before God and to make him our Lord and Savior and live that way and truly have faith in him and rely on him. Um, but if we do trust God, um, you know, we are rewarded for that. Um, and when, you know, we give from our wealth and we trust God to provide for us, um, and we do that honestly with a giving heart, not because we want to bribe God, you know, and say, hey, I've been a good boy, I've uh, always given 10%, and then I give more. Um, That's not what's important there. Uh, You know, the giving thing is supposed to keep our hearts soft, and not, and our hearts are hardened when we don't give. So, you know, the more wealthy we are, the more we need to give to make sure that it keeps our heart softened. Um, but in you know, there's a there is a, a middle ground between these extremes that we're talking about. Um, and uh, in the in one of the books of wisdom, Proverbs. Um, in Proverbs 30, verses 7 through 9, it says, Two things I ask of thee. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep deception and lies far from me. 
Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion. Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be in want and steal and profane the name of my God. So, <clears throat> balance is important. We don't want to be, we don't want to be, um, you know, homeless. Uh, we want to be productive, and we want to be able to provide for our, our household. But we also, you know, don't necessarily need to have so much that we can't. It has no use to us. Um, we we are kind of overindulging at that point, um, but we should be thinking about what we can do with what God has given us. Um, and, you know, we could spend uh, just a little bit of money on something and never use it. And that is not being a good steward. Um, and on the other hand, we could spend a ton of money on something that we use to make a living. Like if we buy a business, um, then, you know, if we went out and bought an existing business and, you know, that's a big purchase and we probably ended it, borrowed some money for it, which is, you know, you want to do that as little as po- possible. Uh, the more you do that, the more you risk, the, the higher the risk. And, um, but the purchase can be a good one because it, you, if you're using it to fulfill God's purpose in your life, and it has that kind of utility, then it has a lot of value to you. So the, the price of whatever it is that you're getting and indulging in is not what's important. It's the value of it. So God does want us to prosper, but he doesn't want us to, you know, and us and our children and our family to be able to indulge in every technology and, and, toy that society can provide us, um, you know, because that if we, if we can't learn to be frugal, um, then, you know, that, that makes us, it makes it less, uh, us less able to be good stewards. You know, people who are not saved are not really impressed by Christians who actually become wealthy um, because most business people have seen a lot of in, uh, affluence or, or in the world. And, um, you know, being affluent doesn't mean that you, um, you know, are a good Christian. You don't get wealthy because you're a good Christian. Um, and the perceive the perception is that, you know, Christians don't usually accumulate a lot of money because they're, they're not about money as much as others are. And But what, you know, what attracts successful people to other people are their dedication and commitment to control their lifestyles and use their abundance to help other people. And that, I think, is what our personal financial goals need to be as a Christian. And uh, as a Christian entrepreneur, that's what we want to do. We want to create wealth and so that we can reach farther and help others. But we also want to keep that balanced with knowing that we can make just as big of a difference 
and much is just as much of an impact potentially without accumulating a lot of money or making a lot of money. So anyway, that's the uh, that's what I'm saying today, and I'm sticking to it. So we'll talk to you next time.